Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Red, Red, White, a novel of true love and light. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 10, NYC. Come to the city. I miss your face, was Riva's text to me. She had an unconventional style, but you always knew where you stood with her. It had been a few months since she and Brian had gotten engaged. Both of our lives had finally settled down, and it was time we had a girls' weekend. Back in the day, I would have jumped on a plane without a second thought. But I lived a more modest life now. So I took the boat and reserved a seat on Peter Pan and Megabus. They would be my chauffeurs for my trip to the big city. Seven-plus hours later, we pulled into New York City. The ride wasn't too bad. As we had gotten closer, I could feel the energy grow with more people, the smells, the noise, and lights. When I walked out of the station, I looked up immediately and just took it all in. The awe quickly dissipated as someone bumped me since I was standing in the middle of the sidewalk. Jeez, Evie, you look like a tourist. I had to remember my city etiquette. For as busy as the city was, it was still quieter than before the pandemic. I had a couple hours before Riva was done with work, so I slowly made my way to her apartment over in Brooklyn. Once I got my bearings, I moved through the city with ease. It had been so long since I'd been here, I was seeing the little things around me. The people, the diversity, the amazing and not-so-amazing smells. Stimuli surrounded me. Just a few short years ago, I wouldn't have noticed a thing. My impatience and ego had kept me blind to all the beauty. Now I saw fall in the city, and it was amazing. Sitting on the steps of Riva's brownstone, I watched as the world passed by. Then, in the distance, I heard, Girl, you made it! When I stood up, I saw Riva strutting down the sidewalk, looking fabulous. I jumped off the steps and ran over to give her a hug. A big, warm hug. Girl, it's so good to see you. You look so relaxed and happy, Riva said, eyeing me up and down. And you have a glow that lights up the street, 
I responded. Gee, thanks, Reva blushed. I will admit that I've never been happier. Come on, let's get inside. Inside, I made myself comfortable. This was my home away from home. The place looks good. You've made some changes. Yes, I needed to make room for Brian's things. So, he's moving here? Actually, we haven't decided. I was hoping we could hunker down for the weekend and just talk. There are so many things going through my head, and I'm just trying to figure things out. I hear you. Laying low sounds wonderful. We both changed into our sweats, ordered in, and got comfy. Thirty minutes later, the food was at the door. How I missed Ethiopian food. We ordered the meat and veggie plate for two and jumped right in. I love this stuff, I said with a full mouth. Reva nodded. It wasn't until we almost finished the plate before we took a breath. So, how is wedding planning going? Slow. We can't decide if we want to go big or intimate. How intimate? Eloping intimate? Maybe. Is that what you want? You know I'm not big into the white wedding stuff. Never have been. But Brian feels like they expect it of us. From whom? His family. Hasn't he already been married? Yes, years ago. I guess the question you have to ask yourself is, who's the wedding for? What do you mean? Are you having a wedding for you and Brian? Or for his family? For us, of course. Then do what you want. To me, a commitment to your partner is a very intimate thing, be it formal and legal or a promise. Why bring others' expectations into it? You are both grown. Do what you want. And if you want a big wedding, then have one. But do it for you and him, not anyone else. What are you and Hendrick going to do? We are a long way from that, but I would think the same way. What do you mean you're a long way from that? Uh, I'll keep it short, and we can discuss it later, but we're taking a pause. I'm sorry. No need. It's what we need. Whatever Brian and I decide, will you stand with me? Absolutely. After a few glasses of wine, we reminisced the ups and downs of our lives and how we were finally getting to the place we wanted to be. Evie, every time I see you, you look different. Younger. I feel like I'm continually changing. I'm learning to love myself. Doing things I would have never thought I could do. Actually living and creating my life. Not just being a bystander, watching my life. It feels good. Well, it shows. I woke early to the sound of the city. Toto, we're not on the vineyard anymore. I snuck outside and sat on the stairs, taking in the cool morning. Meditation was a little harder with the sights and sounds, but I managed to quiet my mind. Then, as I turned to go back inside, Riva was coming out the door with two cups of coffee. I knew you'd be out here setting my intentions for the day. Nice. I need to do that more often. 
I get so caught up sometimes that I don't even stop to hear what I want. I just do as I've done before. Is it time to get out of the city? Change things up? It may be, but I never thought I would live in Philly. Who says you have to live there? Why can't you find a new place? A place for just you two? That would be wonderful, but his job. Blah, blah, blah. Practice what you preach, Riva. Remember, I was in a similar place not that long ago. Yes, you were, and you made it work. So why can't you? I just don't know where Brian is on all of this. Seems like that is a discussion that you should have, right? Right. It is always so good to talk with you, Evie. You remind me that I can create my life. That is something that I try to remind myself of every day. Listen to my heart, and I am the creator of my life. We ate ourselves through the rest of the weekend. I tried to have everything that I knew I would not get for a while. Evie, you're going to make yourself sick. You know you can visit any time. I know, but I love Greek. I added between bites. Hey, how is Adequin doing? He is wonderful. It is so nice having him in my life. He was always special to me, but to know I have him as family is extra special. Have you asked him much about your indigenous side? Huh? No, I haven't, really. I've been so busy learning about my grandparents and working through those feelings that I thought little about it. Don't let that wait too long. She looked at me with knowing eyes. Reva's life had been far from easy. She had separated herself from the family that had and would continue to do her harm if allowed. There was one person who got her through all the hard times, and that had been her great-aunt, Rosa. I'd only met her a few times, but she was like Granddad, the salt of the earth. She would tell you like it was, and didn't mince words. Thinking about it, Reva's personality was just like hers. Unfortunately, Reva had never gotten the opportunity to truly learn about her aunt and her life. In Riva's mind, her Aunt Rosa was her genuine mother, and I was her sister from a different mister. Now, I was her only family. Thank you for coming to visit. I just needed to slow down and have Riva Evie time. Anything for my sister? Aw, oh, shucks. Be careful going back and text me when you are on the bus. Riva gave me an enormous hug, then ran out the door. I heard her clomping down the stairs and looked out the window right as she went out the door. She looked up and blew me a kiss. I had a few hours before my bus reservation, so I got dressed, packed my bag, and straightened up. My intention was to walk as far as I could before I had to take a train back to the bus station. Watching the streets and taking in the sights gave me so much inspiration. I wanted to bottle all of this emotion up, so I had it when I got back to the island. The bus station was filled with people from all walks of life, some just passing through, some arriving for the first time, and some just trying to get out. It was a delightful visit, but I was happy to leave it behind and return to my little island.
Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations, written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, make time every morning to set your intentions for the day. Don't get caught up doing the things that you always do. Remember to listen to your heart and that you are the creator of your life.